spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome into DC On Screen. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. And this, the original Hammer Fisted... I, I don't know. Hello! <laughs> Jason. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm trying to get you out of that one as soon as I could. Yay. All right. Well, this is our uh, review of uh, Gotham 206 by Fire. And um, we are about to get really spoilery on that. As always. So if you haven't seen it, don't listen to us. Yet. Don't listen to us yet. 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 That's a good point. A, Thank you. It's a good word for that. Yet. Yet. Should All we, right, so, should we um, like, the first foot forward, should it just be, eh, okay, it's mediocre, we were mildly disappointed? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, that's a good, that's a good way to put it, definitely. Not a lot going on yet, um, we're not really sure. It, it, like any episode of Gotham, a couple of cool scenes, uh, pretty much any time, but, um, nothing's really a brewing yet. Yeah, um, I really, I really did enjoy... Bridget killing her brothers. Yes. That was a long so. time coming. That was a very long so. time coming. I know she's only been in like three episodes, but that was totally just... Right. Well, I mean... Oh, it felt good. They've done enough with her character that we know how much that meant to her, and we knew they should die. And she still wins best costume so far for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was fun is that she told Selena that she was actually kind of surprised, but one of the brothers burned brighter or something. <laughs> like, it was kind of ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> right i think she said like she thought one of them would but it was the other one okay yeah all right you're a pike after all aren't you baby oh wow yeah um so she, she got taken down by the cops and of course selena had made jim promise uh to protect her and he couldn't which was kind of par yeah par and i kind of laughed when he was like telling uh telling his boss there like i you know I, I promised i would save her i'd protect her and he's like well don't make promises you can't keep right like, <laughs> well that was a bad damn. call jim okay. damn ahab ah <laughs> he's cold uh so it, it's gotten us you know it's a suspicion we'd had for a while but we know it to be true um if jim gordon promises a child something it will almost certainly end in tears <laughs> he is just not good at that. He's the anti-Santa. Right. Um, Jim Gordon is um, at least 50% responsible for all orphans' tears. <laughs> the other 50%, he just hadn't gotten to you yet. Maybe um, you didn't ask hard enough. 
Well, the other 50% would be when their parents actually died, and then the rest would be from all subsequent all him. subsequent promises from Jim Gordon that right. do not come true. <laughs> it was... It, uh, I, I mean, I still feel bad for Jim, looking into poor Bruce's eyes as Bruce tells him it's okay, he forgives him for being a failure. I, yeah. I would have. I I wouldn't have gotten out of bed yet. I really. That, what in the show that would have been months ago, months and months and months, like nearly a year, and I would still be like in bed mm. with a beard down to my waist. Well, it, for me, it depends on um, what exactly I know about Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Like, if I know he's going to become Batman, I'm like, screw you, you're Batman. You're the most perfect person in the world. <laughs> I hate you. How dare you judge me? I'm good with my inability to live up to your standards. Right. By the way, good luck to your shitty children. Ooh. <laughs> your shitty, terrible Robins who'd all die in hopes of pleasing you, you bastard. Right. The one child you really made? Damien. Come on. It's a dick move if I've ever seen one. <laughs> Speaking of dick moves, <laughs> where's Nightwing? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um... All that aside, so, yeah. what we know is that Gordon can't keep his promises to children. Now, um, he cannot. That being said, he tried. Um, he did try. It, she she was just particularly persistent about wanting to uh, set that car on fire. Yeah, which is just you know, it also reminds me of how freaking ungrateful all of the orphans of Gotham City really are. Like they're just a bunch of like they're like, clearly Gordon's trying his best, and they're like, "You're not going to help me. You, you failed." Well, I, I, uh, here's the other thing though. They're also probably the smartest people in Gotham because the actual, the average Gotham citizen I've met so far has been an absolute idiot. You're not wrong. I, like you're not wrong. Person A in this town is just mindless. They're only, they're the only people with any real agency. So we like the we we like the orphans. <laughs> the rest of them are just you know buying or selling sex slaves or All right. failing to see. People fall out of their windows, even though they're supposed to be reporting events. It's, it's a weird town, mm-hmm. man. It's a strange town. It's a, it is a really weird town. Um, so I still want to know they... what they were doing to that pig in season one. <laughs> one of the funniest moments in the show, and I'm, I'll never get it explained to me exactly what was happening. And I, I kind of don't want to know, but I kind of do. What are you talking about? Look, at the, the Bullock and, uh, and Gordon bust at a little club. Where there's there's uh-huh. obviously a um, there's obviously some illicit activity in there, and mm-hmm. uh, the, <laughs> like Bullock's out of his element, but he's kind of like, he, he kind of he's half rolling with it because they need I think they needed something like I think they needed information or something, but around the time where he's trying to cope with his surroundings, which is just it's a bunch of half naked people in masks and in every. Right. Uh, it was about every fetish you could think of. Rule 34 was thoroughly applied to the room. And mm-hmm. then there's like a, a the sound of a pig squeal off screen. And Bullock just goes, nope, lock them all up. Like that was the turning point for him. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> that was too far, too far, too far. <laughs> It's that. It's that stuff I miss. See, me and you were talking about this the other day. Like, it, the, season one was like a buddy cop thing with with Gordon and Bullock, and those two were fantastic together. Like, we got yep. to see a, a. There was a lot of machismo swapping between them. 
we enjoyed the hell out of watching like Bullet get used to Gordon and vice versa. And you know, there was a whole uh, it was a it was a gang uh, backdrop that we were we were dealing with. Fine, but this is an entirely different show in season two so far. Mm-hmm. Not just that they're not doing the serial or that they're doing more serialized plot lines. I mean, that's fine. Um, I thought that was a good step in a good direction, but they're not. It, it we're, we're not even focusing on the content that we were in season one. Yeah, we're not. Um, yeah, we're, we've yet to see if that's for better or worse. I think there's a chance it's actually a really good idea. It's just it's it is entirely different right now. I'm, I suppose I'm indifferent to it, but it's there. There are certainly elements of uh, season one that I I like a lot more than where they've gone with it. I do miss I do miss Bullock. They they need to have just, him more. I do. I miss him being around more. Like that, he was one of the highlights of each episode for me. Was just there was always a Bullet Gordon moment every episode where I thought, "Oh yeah, these guys are great." And there were mm. a couple, but eh, we haven't risen to the heights we previously had. Now they they have kept Alfred and Bruce. That's that's the same show, I think. Well, they've developed in their relationship, though, but it's they still have they they still feel like season one to me. I I was recently reading, and they were talking. Uh, it was an interview, and they were talking about how they have this year changed it over to instead of trying to cram everybody a storyline for everyone into one episode, right? Into every episode, they'll kind of leave people out every episode and right. expand it, and that's great. That's that's. I'm fine with the that. Right idea. In theory, I'm the right absolutely idea. fine with that. They have the right idea. I'm look, just don't not just sure. give me two minutes of Bruce and Alfred just so it, just to have lip service. I mean, look, it, I I get it. You take a week off, and then next week I'm going to get a lot more. I I can deal with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so Bridget Pike or Firefly, she gets taken down by the cops, publicly announced dead, sent to Indian Hill. Apparently, I, as I understand it, they believe that she is fireproof. They don't realize that the suit has burned into her body or something. Well, no, the the we'll call them orderlies because I don't know a better word. Um, now we're outright stating that the suit has burned into her skin now. So yeah, I mean I don't know exactly what that means, but presumably it means that she is full on fireproof. Mm-hmm. I was good with that. This is bizarre. It's strange. That's but a, yeah, that's a, it's a it's I a throwaway. Like it doesn't ruin anything in the canon for me. I mean, I, it, like I said, we we didn't like Garfield anyway. So mm-hmm. or we were at at best didn't care. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, man. There, there, there's uh, certainly precedent for replacing a, a villain with a different person, a different backstory. I mean, damn, there are like seven clay faces, right? <laughs> and you know, some of the better tweaks you can make. Like Mister Freeze was a terrible character. Paul Dini gets mm-hmm. a hold of him. It's one of the best stories in in his Rogues Gallery now. Sure, um, sure. These things can happen, and and they can be good. I'm not sure if Bridget is is. The 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 Deany Mister Freeze, but no, she's at least better than uh, what was his name? Uh, Garfield Lens. Garfield Lens, yeah. So more power I, to her, I guess. Yeah, and <laughs> it, it's I don't know. It's it's at least no worse than what we had. So yeah, sure. And I like the little girl. I yeah. liked her. Uh, her and Selena were a lot of fun. Um, they were. It was nice watching Selena actually kind of kind of have a friend for a second. No, I'm not. I'm not under any. Uh, I don't know. Uh, half. I'm not under any half-assed assumption or anything that she's gone, because we already know that uh, Doctor uh, Hugo Strange is 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 bringing people back from the dead down in Indian Hill. So right, I, right. I mean, I'm assuming we're going to see her again. She and she'll was hanging in there. It appeared. Hang. Yeah, yeah. She was she already was still alive. So still conscious. She's gonna, 
hang out, hang out with Selena again, and 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 just, we're gonna have some Jerome going on probably. And, I'm not willing to say that. I'm just not willing to say that yet. Oh, they're definitely gonna bring him back. Don't fool yourself, buddy. No, no, no until I see something. I'm. I, they are so fucking cagey about Jerome. And the nearer you get to the Suicide Squad release, they're going to want to minimize interference from, uh, like, oversaturating the Joker concept is, is, is a worry they have. I think that's why they made them wrap it up as quickly as they did in Season 2. I, I don't know, man. We got, I mean, Suicide Squad doesn't come out till August. Um, it, well, he's not the Joker. He's... He's Jerome, whatever that is. But he's yeah, Jerome. he's the Joker. Yeah. You know? he's, he's the Joker concept. <laughs> It'll be enough. It's enough to worry Diane... Diane gets worried if she sees an action figure of the Joker. <laughs> like, I'm not sure. They're Can't not, have those around too. Like, no, we're not gonna believe. A, we're not gonna believe the Joker in the Suicide Squad. Why? Right, I was just right. at Kmart and you can I have saw there was a the, Joker action figure. Can have him on the Empire magazine cover playing pimp, but no, can't have some circus clown on Gotham. Right. Mm. We have a mild um, disagreement with Diane. It's a a mild running problem in our lives. Mm. But I, I just so, don't, I don't think we'll actually see him. My my personal vote, my personal bet. I don't think we'll see him for a while. I say definitely not this season. So do we want to address that Kristen Kringle was in fact just a plot point for for Edward Nigma? Ah, uh, she's come and gone, man. I mean, it's it's unless she goes to Indian Hill. <laughs> I don't think there's any cause for that. While I think that wearing an embroidered uh, a sweater embroidered with your initials is a super villainous act um i mm-hmm. i don't think that maybe the people in indian hill would would see it as a qualifying factor right well you know but i, I think her level of of ignorance of her situation and it was uh possibly criminally criminal by itself man like she went everywhere like she over the last few episodes you know it, it edward was too nice and then he was too not nice and you know we saw what was it two episodes she's sitting down she's at you know chamois i suppose and um mm-hmm he he goes into serial killer mode for just that second. You know the yeah. You know, I, I, what is he? I'm glad he's dead. Yeah, she he gets as snaps. yeah she gets yeah. as worried as she should be. Like exactly. there's there's the moment where she makes all the sense in the world. She's a perfectly dynamic and well designed character for the moment when she's worried, and then when she decides to accept his uh, well his his truth really about how he has an assertive personality that talks to him and all that and. When she decides to accept the fact that he's got a little bit of crazy in him and roll with it, we're thinking, okay, cool, nice. Character mm. maybe turning around, maybe we'll get, you know, hell, maybe we got a, a Riddler sidekick in the making. No, nothing like that. No. At the speed of plot, she turns around, gets all kinds of stupid, forgets she ever heard anything serial killer-ish come out of his mouth. Uh-huh. And then one minute she wants him to be more confident. Uh, yeah, like, the, literally the next episode, she's like, I wish he was a little more dangerous, a little more on edge, a little more like, blah, a little he more just, blah. He literally scared you so hard you were about to leave his apartment like a week ago. Right. And you've already forgotten how you want more edge out of him. And by the way, when when generally when someone is scared like that, like in the matter of five minutes, they you don't get so juiced up that you're even physically able to have sex with someone. I mean, <laughs> if you think that you are about to die. I Look, I, I, I hear a lot about this whole uh, violence sex thing. I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I don't find I will, myself I mean, in a lot of gunfights personally. I, I don't. If there, well, I mean, if there was, if there was something to that for this character, I would say it would be Kristen Kringle. Yes, that's that's okay. That makes sense because, like, one second she's scared of him, and one second she's all over him, and then like the next second she's 
bitching that he's not mean enough or something, or he's not a, confident and a jerk enough. Or he's not assertive enough. He's not. He doesn't have that edge. Yeah, and it does. It totally seems like the way they played it up that she really wanted. Right, something she, it, darker. It she seemed like almost she was evil. going to be ready to accept it when he said, "Yeah, I killed Doherty." Um, right. By the way, the the most I'm a cop name ever. Just hilariously. Right. It like cracks me up every time they say his name. Um. It really though. She our our problem with Kringle ended up being that she just ah she had she was doing whatever the hell Enigma's character needed her to do there towards the end. And at this point, I. Like I, I liked uh, was it Corey Michael Smith? I liked his performance in the death scene. Thought he did a pretty right. good job. Um, I didn't like the dialogue. I thought was uh, fine. I feel like it's a scene that's been done before, but eh, whatever. She's gone. She had lost all of, all intrigue to me because she no longer was doing anything by herself. So let her be gone and let Enigma go on his riddlery ways. Right. Oh, I mean, I don't necessarily understand why she was even upset. Like, he says, he accosted me, he, he, he attacked me, and I killed him. Right. Well, okay. So he tried to stand up for you. The dude attacked him. Your idiot, evil boyfriend attacked him. Right. And he killed him. He just protected you, saved you, and saved himself. That was self-defense. Her question is, of course, why were you outside of my apartment? Which is a valid question. It's a valid question, but... See, for you know, one second there, I was, been... <laughs> I was willing to hope that she had seen, like, okay, all of that makes sense. What were you doing outside of my apartment? I was hoping that she was she was doing that, because I could have dug that. But no, she just went into, mm. like, so you were stalking me. Okay, right. now you're concerned. Like, you knew he was stalkerish last year. You... Yeah, that was, that, at this point, that should be considered an axiom. <laughs> That's I mean, part of is... who he is. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, all he could have been, like, was, like, well, I, I just showed up to try to catch Doherty right. and tell him to leave you alone. I mean, yeah, he could have gotten out of that. where he was going. He, he absolutely could have gotten himself, I think, out of I that conversation. I didn't want him to hit you again. Oh, well, like, but no, instead, cool no, in we the have mirror a... enigma could have gotten out of that conversation. Right. Um, but socially inept, a... actual enigma, no chance. Just ends up killing the girl. Yeah, so now we have a crushed windpipe and a furtherance into Riddler territory. Whatever. Uh, it, it was kind of, honestly, I felt like that was probably one of the shoddiest parts of the episode. Uh, other than the performance, I, I'd say I agree. It was just... Well, it, performance it was, aside, like, the kid did what he could with, with the material given, but... Yeah. 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 He's, doing, hell, he's the one I'm giving a pass here. The rest of it's just, all right, we're through it. Let's get through it. Let's get on to Riddler. Come on. We've got. I don't. I don't feel like Riddler has a good backstory anyway. I've never been blown away by it. Uh, I was hoping they'd come up with a better one, frankly. But so far, I haven't. I haven't felt like. We're doing um, that. You know, as as far as I'm concerned, uh, they when Batman Forever came out years ago, they did a a one shot comic book that was in the DC continuity, and they kind of realized they didn't have like a real Riddler story, like a real Riddler origin. So they went back and. And did a Riddler origin, mm-hmm. and he was like this, you know, beaten up kid. Like his parents beat him, his classmates beat him, and he got intrigued by this idea of, of puzzles and learned how to cheat. He basically like broke into the teacher's office. He was supposed there was like a contest at school. He's a kid. He breaks into the into the uh, teacher's office or whatever teacher's lounge mm-hmm. and steals the the answers and wins the, the contest mm-hmm. and the prize is like another puzzle thing and he gets more and more obsessed with those things and 
he just he just becomes like a crazy little criminal mastermind. Like people keep shitting on him in his life, and he keeps getting kind of worse and worse, and realizing he can cheat. I kind of <laughs> like that. I can deal with that. It, it just it's and it, it, it's been actually, okay. It's just if anyone let me put it this way: when Riddler became someone that was on when when we knew Nigma was going to be involved with Gotham, I kind of thought, okay, cool, mm-hmm. we're gonna give we're finally gonna give him a cool gritty backstory, and that's not happening right now. It's a very straightforward gritty backstory. It because yeah. as uh, as neat as some of the scenes of of his have been, it all it really reduces to is he really liked a girl, he went too far trying to get her, he ended up hurting her in the process, and now he's going to be a supervillain. Mm-hmm. Which is Whatever. poor motivation for him too. By right. Way. But, but one mean, of my favorite bits in that. Because the other uh, part, of, the other part of the equation is just, oh yeah, and he's naturally kind of crazy. Okay. <laughs> well, fine. One of my favorite bits in that book was that he had laid this like riddle trap mm-hmm. for someone to solve, and uh, he had bombs, and uh, Batman shows up, and and there's the freaking Riddler. He the first his first time as Riddler, he's got on like this terrible sweatsuit with like a question mark stitched on the front in a mask. <laughs> and he's, he, he says, I am the Riddler. And Batman just goes, I'm sick of theme villains and just punches him in the face and knocks him out. <laughs> <sighs> that sounds right. Yeah. I, I, I don't know where we're going with that. I, I really don't. But and it doesn't I, seem know, like he's done any actual work at the Gotham Police Department in a very long time. I haven't seen him yeah, turn in a report. Doesn't. He he spent a lot of, like, towards the end of last season, he spent a lot of time, you know, tearing up Doherty's body. And then since that, I really haven't seen him do much. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess I should note, though, as far as, that, as, as origins are concerned, I, and I, I do not feel that there is a really a stronger um, origin point for Riddler than they did in the animated series that Paul Dini did. Uh, the problem with Wayne Enterprises thing? Uh, no, it wasn't Wayne Enterprises. It was um, Bruce Wayne himself, or no, no, no. It was um, that was that was Batman Forever. Um, yeah, when he worked at, at Wayne Enterprises in Batman the Animated Series, though, he created this incredibly popular um, video game, Maze of the Minotaur, or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they screwed him over, and he went to get revenge from them, and kind of realized in the process that Batman really is kind of the shit, and can figure out all of his riddles. <laughs> oh, that was fun too. Yeah, I, I always enjoyed Riddler. And that was a good episode. I never wanted Riddler to be a Joker level character. I just always wanted him to be who he was. Like he was really a badass, and but he was never supposed to be. Well, I never liked him as being like a, a Joker knockoff, like they did in the original comics. And I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, it, I, he's. Mm. There's traction to the character. We just haven't gotten there yet. Like it's so far with the with Gotham where it is. I haven't knowing that. Edward Nygma's Riddler is one thing, but they haven't shown me how we're going to get there. Um, yeah. I'm hoping that is very soon because now we've gotten past the like the girls out of the way. Um, you know, she's. I guess that's the catalyst moment, but man, I was just getting bored with Kringle anyway, like as we described. Mm. So um, now that there's nothing between him and really branching out into villainy, I'm I'm trying to be excited about that. Yeah, I, you know, um, I. I feel like overall, we we as a fandom have not, and and they as creators, we're all very uh, <laughs> all over the place. We don't know what we want from from Nigma, specifically Nigma. 
Like Joker, Penguin, all these other characters, we've kind of pretty much figured out kind of really what we want. Yeah, and like Riddler, no one has figured that out. Like we, you can pick up a, a an issue of Detective Comics and then an issue of Batman, and you'll see two completely different <laughs> versions of Riddler. Right, and they're in the same continuity, and it doesn't make any sense because they Scarecrow haven't figured out what too, the hell man. they want. Like they have that yeah. problem with with Crane as well. Um, whoever's writing him makes him whatever way he hasn't. I don't know. He hasn't stood on his own feet. I guess. But this is this is where I'll give the writers an out here. Is that yeah, I feel the same way. If you ask me what to do with this Riddler character right now, I'm not sure I'd know. Um, I might I might have a few ideas, but hey, I, I, I we're we're all not on the same page. Yeah, I got a few ideas, man. Yeah, a couple. <laughs> I got a couple. All right, so <laughs> so Theo is trying to get Bruce to trust him. Um, he's having dinner with Bruce and Silver. And, uh, he, man, Theo and, and Tabitha are real creepy, man. They're all like, oh, they're so cute. Look at them. They know they're cute. Like, yeah, I'm ooh. just not digging that weird crap. Yeah. It, like, it's it, just... it, it doesn't make them more evil. It just makes them more creepy and just as evil as they were before. I'm not any more invested them in them as an antagonist because they are, uh, you know, uh, beyond kinky, I guess. Like, yeah. I don't even know what they are. I don't know if this is... I. And when when some words come out of their mouth, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to perceive them as as sexual or not. I just know that I no longer want to have sex, maybe ever again. Right. It's, uh, it's... Every time they say something like that, my my penis retracts up into my abdomen. Right. I, I'm I'm a I'm a feared. Right. Genuinely a feared. Which that is it will never come back. You would think it would be hard to do because the <laughs> the woman playing Tigress is gorgeous. But yeah. But I'll no, be damned. She said she said too much. Right. <laughs> It's 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 gone in a different oh. direction, and it's they, even like so weird that she she just went to like I guess she, uh, I, I I don't know how to put it I guess she uh, de mind uh, tampered butch brain dirtied <laughs> I don't know she 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 reversed somehow reversed but she un- unzazzed him yeah dezazzed that's a good. That's a good dezazzed, dezazzed butch. Dezazzed um, hammerhand. And it's a little, uh, well, completely ambiguous as to how she did that, other than wrapping a whip around his throat. Right. And she comes to dinner with a spot of butch's blood on her. And, right. Oh, it's just weird. It's just so weird. I mean, that's about <sighs> as forthcoming as they were with how he got brainwashed to begin with. That's true. That's true. Uh, so, whatevs. I don't care. I just want it over with. Like Butch can be so much fun, and he has been so much fun on on a lot of occasions. I, but that brainwashing thing, man, it's it's pulling him down. It, like it's a it's a lame device. It's a lame trope. It shouldn't be there. It shouldn't have been used to begin with. Get it the fuck out of here. Exactly. Uh, I, I I think of it as kind of like a man. It's it's cheating. It, it's cheating mm. for writers. It really is. In some ways, certain. There are certain things, and I, I'm telling you, man, we have not seen the last of brainwashing. They've got mm. the Order of St. Dumas running around in Gotham. Right. The whole Jean-Paul <laughs> Valley situation was nothing yeah, but I brainwashing. I know, I know. I mean, maybe they'll got do, a maybe they'll go drinking a dragon's blood. We've got, what was his name? Goldar, know. Zaldar, whatever his name was, Argon. or some shit, I don't fucking remember. <laughs> By uh, his kindly claw, he is gone. <laughs> By Vectron's kindly claw. Right. 
there might be two oh. people that know what we were just talking about, but you know what the fuck we were uh, just talking about. All right, and you know, I if you know what we were just talking about, I love you. you. <laughs> Good for you, and I love you. If you don't, there's some joy ahead friends. of you. <laughs> uh, if you if you don't, if at all possible, not even at your leisure, do this immediately. You can even find them, I believe, all on YouTube. Go check out that Mitchell and Webb look. Oh yeah, it is a British variety show. It is amazing. Yeah, those cats uh, were good. Coming yeah, back with Peep Show's final season in a few days, I think. Mm. That's a whole other thing. It, yeah. So anyway. So Hammerhand. <laughs> so Hammerhand's yeah, walking so around and gets caught. A little, yeah, a little bit of a tip for the Gotham writers. If you're going to do something completely mediocre, don't amp it up with awesome ideas beforehand. Right. Because last episode, when Butch went to Theo and and they had Tabitha and, and Barbara trying to figure out whether or not, uh, trying to decide whether he was going to be part of the crew. Right, right. They kind of realized, like, oh, well, we can attach cool things to the hand, like chainsaws. And, right. And they're actually, they actually name a few cool things. And then when we come back, it's a hammer. Yeah. Don't tell me chainsaw hand and then give me a hammer. Just right. don't do that. I mean, you know, yes, Ash versus Evil Dead ha- it is out, so... I can have chainsaw hand. <laughs> you can have the best of both worlds if you want to, and will soon. But but it, you know if you if you brought me to a shooting range and we're like, hey, I'm gonna go see. Would you like to go fire an AR-15? I'd be like, I have no idea what that is, but let's go try it out. And I get there and it's a BB gun. Uh huh. I'm gonna be a little annoyed. Right. So when you t- say to me, we are going to put something attach, make a have a cool attachment on Butch's hand, mm-hmm. and then you mentioned a chainsaw. When you come back. Don't make him a lame 60s Spider-Man villain. <laughs> Up there with the likes of Hammerhead. Now, something we, we really liked, though, was Selena, right? She's kind of kicking ass this episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, she, she had to gain some ground after getting bitch slapped by Alfred. But. Yeah, yeah. I st- who's, by the way, hitting a lot of children here this season. Cold cocks, Bruce. There, I'm okay with it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm not well, a big fan of kids. I'm, I'm still, I'm still just. <laughs> I, I, have, I, I, I never could decide exactly how or I stood with the uh, Selena slap, but with the Bruce right. one, you know, he's training down there. It's a good lesson for Bruce. You know, don't get distracted mm-hmm. by women, Bruce. Just a, just a hint for the future. Hint for the writers. Yeah. Don't get distracted. They're sparring, and he goes, "Oh, Miss Saint, Miss Silver called. Silver called. Bap." <laughs> it's like, thank you, writers. You understand. Mm-hmm. And we got annoyed with Silver Saint Cloud because she went from uh, Game of Thrones speech to Valley Girl in no time. Yeah. Like, first yeah. time we met her, she oh. she inserted the word "shall" uh, casually, and next time we yeah. meet her, she said "like." casually um now I, I get that that happens in real life but this isn't real life like you and i will do that shit but we're, yeah. we're not we're not characters but <laughs> you can't well and this we isn't the kind of show that's supposed to be but... not good ones and this is the kind of show that's supposed to be presenting good ones <laughs> and straightforward characters this isn't the wire i am a complex and developed character <laughs> I... i'll thank you kindly not to speak for me sir i would like to talk to your head writer <laughs> I'm going to find Hold out. On, I'm going to get that business card and it's going to have my name and I'm going to fuck. I've got to fire myself. Shit. <laughs> uh, so anyway, 
We like Selena. And look, a big problem I'm having with the season so far. Um, what, what Was this the sixth episode, I think? Yes. And for six episodes, the best character in season one has spent six episodes wanting his mommy. Are you kidding me? I'm down with it. She's annoying, and I hope she dies. Well, it's not like I, because like I, told I dislike you, her. Yeah, I love the actress. I guess I, every single year for Christmas, I watch Scrooge, and every time she kicks Bill Murray in the dick, I laugh. I love that character. Right. I love the actress. And every time, every time I see her, I just want to see uh, Andy Kaufman again. Exactly. But what? She she hasn't done anything like it's another one of those things where it's been going on for too long. It hasn't developed anything. Why does Penguin have as many mommy issues? Why isn't he solving the mommy issues? Like has no one told him he has mommy issues? Like this needs Look, to be dealt with. Here's here's and one the of best my way would be to get her out of here. Here's one of my issues, and I understand that Gotham is supposed to be, you know, a very dark show. Is supposed to be you know is gritty and and there's all sorts of criminal elements and stuff. Can you please? Please get away from weird, creepy, pedophile shit and yes. weird, weird issues with, with parents yes. and sexuality. Yes. No more edible complex, please. No, I like that. No more weirdos talking about how cute kids are. No, it's, stop. It's, it's never been okay. It's it's never been fun. Like it's for me, it's the TV writing equivalent of wearing blackface to a Halloween party. Don't fucking do it. Just don't. Unless unless you're decision. going as unless you're going a Smokey the Bear, don't do it. And then you better damn well try to pull it off. Can I suggest brown paint? <laughs> you you're taking a risk even as Smokey. And he's a beloved Ameri- piece of Americana. Right. So yeah. No more weird weird uh yeah. Just yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 looking at you, Bruno Heller. Done. What the hell, man? What the hell? D U N, man. So, uh, so when Jim was reprimanded for uh, beating that dude, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we knew this was coming. Sure, we knew this was coming. It's a hard line. Is, yeah, yeah. I mean, man, I kind of wish Harvey was there, though. I always wish Harvey was there. Where has Nick? De, where has Nick DeGosto gone? Also, <laughs> actually, I, I thought you were talking about the other one. I just realized I want all the Harveys. All of the Harveys yeah. need to be on this show. Better, better representation yeah, no. for Harveys. Yeah, I like. <laughs> It would have been great if Jim was like, like whipped out the Nolan line. No, <laughs> like if he whipped out the, uh, you either, uh, you either die a hero or live to see yourself become the villain, and just have uh, Harvey Dent sitting over in the corner going, "That's rhetorical nonsense." Right. <laughs> Since he said it on object, that's rhetorical bullshit. Okay. And then, and then, uh, the the captain goes, "It's clobber in time." Right. Of course he does. <laughs> Because this is a bad dream. <laughs> um, well, you know, we knew he'd be there. We knew who was going to be the character that told Jim, "Hey, you've gone too far." We just yeah. it it'll, yeah. it will be fun to see. Like I'm, I'm waiting for the moment where he realizes the the penguins got Jim in his pocket. Those will be good times. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting for Penguin's mother to die so mm. that he can go full on badass, right? And just start. You know, tearing the town asunder. Right, and I can't tell. Can you tell? Is Butch has Butch really been turned? I mean, what I, the hell's going I, on with I, him right now? I sincerely hope that Butch has been turned. I kind of do. I will also kind of miss him running around watching Penguin kill stuff and talking about blue skies. Um, I think Fish Mooney should return, and that that Butch does get back with her, and Penguin takes both of them down for the for for good. I think that should be the the end of the Butch Fish 
possibility storyline. Because uh, Butch has not been a good character in a while. No, he's just had and good moments. And it hasn't been a good honestly, character since he... Like, when he sacrifices himself so Fish can get out the window, that's the end of Butch, as far as I'm concerned. The actual ending of Butch. Because right after yeah. that, like, I think just after that, Zaz shoots him in the leg, and um, since then he's been a waste of time. Like, he's 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 been... Well, he, himself, he's been rhetoric. He's, it's been terrible. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he, he, even the character acts like he doesn't want to be the character. He doesn't want to be there anymore. Right. Like he's just. He looks like he's just hates his existence. And right. I understand why. If that makes sense from you know based on what they've done to him. What they've done to him is dumb. I will miss his wardrobe. As an audience member, he, he's got I the sharpest it. suits in the show. I think I, I'll I'll miss those. Uh, I miss those outfits. No, they they can either make him really powerful and actually make him a contender for Penguin's uh, crown, or they can kill him. At the end of the day, though, I want all that brainwash shit gone. I want it to be explained away or whatever they have to do, but I don't want it anymore. Right. I, so, yeah, we could gripe about that for, what, 60 yeah. solid minutes? Yep. And would just get distracted, not actually finish. Probably. Oh, well. I don't think I have anything else on this episode. No, and uh, we do know this. Uh, something, in, in case anyone was wondering and hadn't found the article, it's out there somewhere. I forget which writer it was. It's one of the writers for Gotham, though. But the, the people in the basement, they're not actual people. Well, I say basement. Wherever the hell Indian Hill is, all right. It's not actual people down there. So stop looking through right. uh, pages of Wikipedia entries and costumes and trying to match people. It's, it's not. Yeah, they said they're just placeholders. They're archetypes. Literally, use so. the words placeholders. Yeah, they 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 put a couple of yeah. archetypically villainous looking things down there in Indian Hill because, mm-hmm. for God's sake, they hadn't even cast Hugo Strange yet when they were shooting that. Right. So, yeah, no worries, guys. You haven't missed anything. I haven't missed a thing. Oh, we, I mean, I like that Indian Hill's there because that was, to me, that was the, um, most of the time, like, with, with Gotham, it's been, like, especially with the Jerome episodes, really enjoyed the episode, then the ending was a uh, wah wah for me. And this one's the other way around. <laughs> I really kind of, the episode was very wah wah, and then Indian Hill was, yay! Something exciting! The playbook has been opened. <laughs> The episode was very what? <laughs> it totally sounds like you. It totally sounds like you're doing like sixty six. Yeah, it sounds like you're doing sixty six. Burgess Meredith Penguin. Right. It hasn't graduated to Caesar Romero yet. Caesar Romero. Burgess Not Meredith. Burgess Meredith. No, Caesar. Uh, what the hell is that guy's name? Caesar Romero was the Joker. Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Well, I enjoyed more than Penguin. Oh. Uh, well, that's just foolish. Back in the day. Burgess Meredith was amazing. <laughs> I had to respect a man who wasn't willing to shave his mustache. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's bold, buddy. They were both pretty amazing, though, honestly. They were. Wah, wah. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for us. We are DC On Screen. And we are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and every episode on DCOnScreen.com. If you would like a similar podcast about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, go check out our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast at MCUcast.com. Next up, we're going to be doing uh, The Flash... And that's the Fury of Firestorm, episode 204. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not into the Flash and Arrow, then I guess we will see you either on the news episode or uh, about this time next week. We do 
Gotham 207. Well, we got Supergirl in the rotation so, now. Might see you there yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, might see you there. We got a we man. We review a lot of stuff. The ever expanding, so. encroaching on the rest of my freaking life. Set of DC of uh, think products out there. I've had people tell me about shows they really love. And I'm like, that's great, man. I don't have time. Does it have a cape in it? No, I, I don't have time to watch it then. I hope you enjoy the show. <laughs> Is it a DC property? Right. No. Uh, okay. okay. Well, then I, I, man, tell me how it ends. Cool. Excellent. <laughs> All right, so uh, until uh, whichever episode that you happen to stumble upon, again, keep some DC on your screen. Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.